I am your host, Scott Davis. Right alongside me, Padawan, Jason Hickey. Hey, at least I'm a Jedi. I'm He's not some he, clone trooper. You're not a clone trooper. You're 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 in the Jedi rank. You're learning to be a Star Wars fan. What? <laughs> <sighs> uh, so we are going to talk Star Wars Clone Wars, the actual series from the beginning. Yeah, we, we had previously covered the last season of it because Scott couldn't contain himself. I was excited. And now we're going back. We're going to go back and, well, here's the thing. Jason never actually watched The Clone Wars. I'm I'm working my way through it. He is working his way through it. And I'm reworking my way through it, but I'm following StarWars.com's chronological order. I am not. He is not. <laughs> But when we're going to do our review, we are doing the review through the chronological order. Which is, that's that's fair. Now, this review is only going to take of three items. Okay. Okay. Episode 216, episode 116, and the Clone Wars animated movie. Okay. Okay. So, episode 216 is called Cat and Mouse. Episode 116 is called Hidden Enemy. And then the Clone Wars movie, where we get introduced to Ahsoka Tano. Uh, that is hardly the biggest selling point of that movie. I understand, but we will... get mean, in. you got introduced to Jabba's son. You do. And you also get introduced to Zero the Hutt. <laughs> but, I, I mean, those are just... They're, they're from two different seasons. Right. And what it is, is the, the reason why we're doing it this way and why they did it in that order uh, was because in the first, those two episodes, they don't show... Ahsoka at all. So she's not in the first those first two episodes. Okay. And it's also an introduction of the general. Um, he's like a spider kind of guy. Yeah. Admi- I'm sorry, Admiral Trench. That's his name. He's creepy. He is creepy. But he also is he's like sort of a bigger foe towards Anakin throughout the entire series. Okay. Uh, so it does sort of follow through. And from these episodes, it actually, from ep- season two, episode 16, that was the first episode of, of Trench. The second episode is following the same story. Okay. But it's, but it's actually following um, Obi-Wan, his forces are on the ground. So it's, it's still the same story, but it's it's it, it's the stories before that they meet up with Why Ahsoka. did they do them a season apart? Well, here's the thing. This one actually was done first. I know. It's, it gets it gets <laughs> it gets even weirder when some stuff happens in like there was let me let me go there was um so season three you get uh, there's a um, all right we'll, we'll talk about the first five episodes uh I'm sorry <laughs> the first five the first five <laughs> you, items you go nuts so, so season, it's not gonna stop me from watching them. season three episode one and season three episode three are the next two so it goes two sixteen one sixteen Clone Wars movie three one and then three three. Three one is called Clone Cadets, where you're following a group of clones, and one of the clones is Fives. He's actually a more like a more well known clone. Okay. But the funny thing is, you meet Fives in season one as an actual trooper within the five hundred first, being led by Rex. So. When they aired this, did they give any indication that the timeline of these episodes is just no. whacked, or is this, or is this just based on the fact that the episodes are essentially done as propaganda for the war effort? Yes. So they're telling them they're telling stories for the war effort, but they're not necessarily telling them in order. Correct. And only true Star Wars nerds know the difference. Well, you only know the difference by actually going to StarWars.com. Exactly. Which is who the, goes to StarWars.com other than Star Wars nerds? Exactly. 
But StyleWars.com is the official Star Wars website, and this is their official listing of how to watch it in chronological order. Interesting. Which is what we're going to go through. Weird, but okay. Which is what we're going to go through. And and we're only going through five episodes right now. And the reason why is because we're going through a movie, too. And that's, that worked out. So, so that's, that's the reason why I was trying to cut it, so it wasn't that, like, all right, that right, much. Right, 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 right. But... So season uh, season two, episode 16, first episode you should watch. It is Cat and Mouse. This is an episode where Anakin meets Trench for the first time. Trench is a phenomenal tactician. Right. And, and in the episode, because I'm going to tell you, I have not watched the first season of Clone Wars in a long time. I started a long time ago. And when I picked it back up, I just went right into season two. So Cat and Mouse is the one I really remember. And they talk about Trench like he was supposed to have died. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die. Well, kind of guess you didn't. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, it, here's the thing. I brought up Trench when we talked about se- during season seven. So when I've talked about season yeah. seven stuff already, I've already mentioned Trench in there. So we know Trench didn't die. Right. Oh, I've given up on spoilers for this. I'm watching it for the experience and just to mm-hmm. get the the nitty gritty of the backstory of this of the war. Yeah. Which I I will also say, um, just so far in my experience with the Clone Wars, they've done a phenomenal job mm-hmm. at expanding the jedis yes. expanding the backgrounds of the jedis and expanding their role in the mm-hmm. war it's not like because the movies did a crappy job of it uh, horrible absolutely horrible yeah but continue Sorry. oh no no it's fine but here pretty much this episode is really uh seeing trench seeing the the actual the maneuvering that he is doing and how he's working with his own command droids yeah because he did have a weird droid there well, yeah, that was the, that's the command droid. So, whereas they are, they're the ones that actually send the orders to uh, the droids. Okay. So, if you get a hold of a command droid, you can screw up a droid army very well. Ooh. <laughs> Is that kind of like their retcon of why uh, Anakin was able to destroy the uh, Trade Federation ship in Episode One and knock out all the droids? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. But it was a see why they were able to destroy all the droids in Episode One. Is because it was stupid. Yes. And they had to talk about Gungans. Because they they knew there was no way the stupid Gungans were going to beat the droid army. Exactly. As, as useless <laughs> as the droid army was, the Gungans were worse. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's start a snowball fight with the machines trying to kill us. No, exactly. So now, so the battle with, with Trench was actually over the planet Christophus. Christophus. Yes. All right. Close enough. Yes. <laughs> Episode Season 1, episode 16. So, season before, we then go to the battle on Christophsis with Obi-Wan. Because it's Obi-Wan and it's uh, Bail Organa, right? Uh, no. It's Anakin and Obi-Wan. Oh, we don't we don't see Organa yet on this. Oh, I thought Organa was in... Oh, our, was Organa in 2.16? Yes. Okay. That's why I'm thinking that. Yeah. And so, after Anakin was able to get past Trench and get... Uh, and able to get past... The, the blockade from that and getting on to Christophsis. Then we actually have the battle on Christophsis with Obi-Wan trying to, um, you know, stop the separatist siege when uh, they're trying to ambush and create a retreat. Okay. And, and there's no Ahsoka in these because timeline wise, timeline wise, she hasn't become Obi-Wan's Padawan yet. It's wild. She was supposed to be Obi-Wan's Padawan, according to Anakin. So Anakin didn't know that he was getting a Padawan, and we will talk about that in a moment. Yes, yes we will. <laughs> but we see, um, in this episode, we see the connection uh, that Anakin has with Rex, 
and the connection that Obi-Wan has with Cody. Okay. Even though they, they look the same, they talk the same, they are completely different people because... Clones. They're clones, <laughs> and they're, they're different. That's that's the other thing. This show has done such a great job of humanizing the clones. Yes, it, it, it really did. And now we're going to go, after Christophsis, the, we then go to the movie, which is on Christophsis. Starts off on Christophsis, okay. where Ahsoka shows up. And she says, I'm here to work under Master Skywalker. Mm. And Skywalker looks at Obi-Wan and is like, she's supposed to be your Padawan, not mine. I'm not a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he forgot the Jedi Masters don't really have Padawans. That's right. So, I mean, this is where we get introduced to, to Ahsoka. Ahsoka starts to learn from Anakin right away that question all authority at all times. <laughs> Yeah, they, they. He's probably not the best choice to have a Padawan. <laughs> I would assume not. No, but it, so Ahsoka, when she was originally introduced, she was supposed to be an annoyance. You were not supposed to like her well, right away, and and we didn't exactly. <laughs> she uh, like initially when you're introduced to Ahsoka, you're supposed to not like her. You're supposed to uh, grow. She's supposed to grow on you. And you're supposed to see how she actually grows in intelligence. You're seeing how she's growing in maturity. And by the time we hit like season three, middle of season three, that's when we start getting like she actually learns what she's supposed to do. And you actually start having better feelings for her as a character. Okay. So as of right now, you probably don't like her. Um, Season two, I'm warming up to her. Mm-hmm. She, folks, I have finished through season two. She's a lot better than she was in season one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She, she's a lot better. She's she's not lovable yet, but she's, no. she's pretty decent. But in this episode, she's very, or this movie, she's very grating. Especially when it's, it has to deal with finding the Hutt's son. I was like, can we just admit that the whole movie is kind of grating? Oh, it's hard. <laughs> the movie's horrible. It, it's not good. No. But if you're following the chronological, you have to watch it. I have seen it. I watched it first because it came out first. I, I was going in production order. I understand. Because <laughs> I'm a normal human. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But the Clone Wars movie itself is very kind of very... Um, trying to think of the word here. Juvenile? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> it's juvenile. Yeah. And you, you definitely see that with the actions within Ahsoka. You see that with the actions from Zero the Hut. You can see the actions from Stinky himself. And I am calling him Stinky because I don't remember what the Hut's name is, but that is the nickname that both Anakin and Ahsoka gave to Jabba the Hut's son. Yeah. Who we've never seen ever since. Which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I. Pretty much what happened was someone kidnapped Jabba's son. They contacted Obi-Wan and Anakin to leave Christophsis to go and find his son. And so Anakin and Obi- uh, sorry, Anakin and Ahsoka went off and actually found, uh, they, they were searching some caves and they found him. And they started calling him Stinky. And <laughs> well, he is a tiny little slug. Yep. And whereas mm-hmm. Obi-Wan went to Jabba and he was trying to negotiate with Jabba uh to open up the outer rim passageways so that they could be able to use, you know, make their trips through. Yeah. So Anakin and Ahsoka are finding it. Hey, he was stoned and it was all by droids. 
Of course. Well, yeah. And then Asajj Ventress it was then sent to then capture Stinky. Because I can't remember his damn name. <laughs> is, is, it, is there a chance it'll be better than Stinky? No, no. It probably won't. Okay. <laughs> but Asajj Ventress is, was supposed to be like ultimate awesomeness. And because these are propaganda videos, she's sent out to be looking like a complete and utter fool. I don't know if you don't see that or not. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the problem. The way they did this movie, mm-hmm. it, it, juvenile is the best word for it, because everything is jokey. It, there's not, there is not a weight to this storyline that episodes in later seasons no achieve. Yeah, I mean by season two, you're watching straight up murder. Yes, you are watching people get executed. Yes. I mean, as as happens in war. So this movie, the tone of it is just Com- it's so disjointed from the rest of from what I've seen. And I can assume that it only gets more and more heavy based on what you've told me of season seven. Yes. So the tone of this is so completely off from the rest of the Clone Wars. Especially with the next episode that you actually watch when you start watching the chronological. So we're going to finish up, you know, the, the movie, find out, hey, it wasn't the, he was isn't stolen by droids. It was actually set up to be stolen from Jabba's uncle, Zero the Hut, or okay. nephew, I don't know, brother, something. It's, it's a relative. Inconsequential hut. Yes. Well, Zero the Hut is the only hut that we know of that doesn't actually speak in Huttese, but actually speaks in common. Was there ever a reason given for that? So in the, in the, in the actual backstory stuff like that he was originally supposed to speaking in Huttese with some like robot next to him that was actually supposed to translate everything he's supposed to say but test audiences were, were found from this movie that they didn't understand what was happening because it was supposed to be dri- driven for children and okay. so in order for it not to be driven for children they then had zero actually speaking in common their reasoning in the back end was Zero is on Coruscant. Because he is on Coruscant itself, it's easier for him to actually work and actually be able to uh, to speak to other, uh, to do business with everyone else to actually speak in common. Jabba and other huts, they can understand common perfectly fine, but they believe speaking it is ill-fitted for their tongue. And it is, um, it, they, they wouldn't, it's not, not being a royal thing. Okay, well, two things. Yes. Possibly more. Um, I, I'm fine with the backstory of why Zero speaks common, because that's actually, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, two, did these test audiences not see any other Star Wars movie that has a hut in it? Have they never seen Return of the Jedi, where he specifically takes C-3PO because he's a translator? <laughs> and I also call bullcrap on the huts knowing common, because C-3PO has to translate common into Huttese in Return of the Jedi. Yes. And How's that for a Star Wars nerd? It's very good. <laughs> but in other in other instances, you actually see that there are droids actually communicating to him, and he actually understands half of what, what people are saying all, all the time. So even when he was in the middle of translating, uh, Jabba was already getting pissed off. Well, it, it could also be a uh, negotiating tactic. Yes, that if too. You know the language, but then you have to wait for somebody to translate it, so it gives you more time to react to it. No, ex- exactly. And Jabba is... Not to be trifled with. Jabba is a shrewd, shrewd businessman. And he's dead. Right now. 
Yeah. But not now, because we're in the Clone Wars time. So Correct. He's alive. You're right. He's alive. <laughs> um, so, was there any inter- interaction between Anakin and Jabba in that? I don't remember. No, this is actually the interaction was between Obi-Wan and Jabba, and then um, Anakin was coming in with Stinky, and I don't recall if it was like at the very end he gave if he gave Stinky to Jabba. I th- think they saw each other, but there wasn't like much of a conversation. Okay. No. Well, I mean, th- there's reason for Anakin to hate him. Yes. So. And he and they did mention that you know he has to go to the huts on Tatooine, blah blah blah. Yeah. And he wasn't very happy. Okay. Next episode is one of my favorite episodes. Ooh. Season three, episode one. It was pretty cool. And in this episode, you only see clones. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't only see clones. There's some mercs. Yes, there are a couple There's of mercs. Jedi Master Shock T. Yes. But yeah, pretty much clones. It's pretty much clones. <laughs> there's no Ahsoka. There's no Anakin. There's no Obi-Wan. Nope. No, none of that. It's just clones. It's Fives, Echo, Heavy. I think those are the only ones that actually got names. No, they're, they're, the, 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 the entire group got well, names. Right, the entire group. But I, I'm, try, I'm thinking back, and I literally just watched this. Yeah, I five five Echo and Heavy the three that I remember because five Echo and Heavy they go on to a couple of episodes later on. Yeah, but in in this we have the introduction of Fives Echo and Heavy, and you're actually seeing they're like not the greatest of clones. They're not like the best, you know. Yeah, they kind well of suck. Fit. They they kind of suck. Yeah, <laughs> but they're going through the gauntlet. Which is trying to have them work as a team, not have to be, you know, so aggressive, you know, against anything. Right. They're trying to show that they can be led, that they can lead, or anything to that nature. Right. And by all of this and doing this, it's it's one of those minor episodes, but it shows such diversity within the same people. Yeah. Because the clones are just the same people. Right. Well, that's... that's... That's the thing, though. They're the same people when they come out of the pod. After that, they grow. They're yeah, they're different people. Nurture nature. Exactly. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're nurture. They, they they are, you know, they are natured as all to be the same. Right. They're nurtured to grow into different people. Right. Because they all have different functions within their squad, so of course yeah. they're going to be different, have their own personalities. Yeah. So I thought that was a phenomenal episode. What was your your take? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I love the fact... I love 9-9. Yes. I, I mean, obviously, they, they don't come out and say it, but he's obviously, like, a failed clone. Oh, he's definitely a failed clone. Well, but he's, 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 they, they don't it, say but, it. But they do mention the Bad Batch. Right. That he's he's a Bad Batch. And where we have Bad Batch in Season 7. And coming with its own show. But yeah, he's just... He's like a... He looks hyper-aged. He's kind of decrepit and... He just well, he's, he's clone, a janitor. He, he's clone ninety nine, so he's one of the original yeah. clones. I'm sorry, you can make more of a batch like of a hundred pretty quickly. Yeah, so, oh yeah. So if you're well, clone... considering in the first in in the movie they had uh two hundred thousand clones ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clone ninety nine <laughs> is pretty quick up there. Uh huh. But yeah, and I I really liked clone ninety nine. He was he was great. Yeah, and. So, the list does say you're supposed to watch uh, Season 3, Episode 1. And then you're supposed to watch Season 3, Episode 3. And, see, 
I think your website's wrong. Well, the website is Star Wars website. It's called Supply Lines. That's the episode. Which is the episode. You know, and here's the thing. I don't think it should be here. I think this episode should be near the end of season one. Okay. Because this episode is pretty much talking about or showing a siege on Ryloth. Right. And how a couple of Rylothians or, uh, or, you know, uh, to, um, Twi'leks. Twi'leks. Thank you. <laughs> how, how, how a couple of Twi'leks are, are trying to keep their home planet. Right. Ryloth is the home planet of the, Twi- of the Twi'leks. But, and you having Jedi Master Umagun. Okay. Which I didn't know his name until I actually read it in, in, the, <laughs> in the notes, so I don't want you to think I know these things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was pretty great. But he's also with Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that was definitely a point down for this episode. Because, yeah. man, he's annoying. But the reason why I say this should be near the end of season one is because the last f- four episodes of season one mm-hmm. are pretty much about getting into Ryloth, <laughs> protecting, uh, you know, trying to take control of Ryloth from the uh, from the droids. And if we already had that in season three, episode three, which is they're telling us to watch right after 301, mm-hmm. I think this is a little off. Well, is it though? Because this would be the Separatists taking Ryloth. Whereas then in the end of season one, they're taking back Ryloth from the Separatists. Mm. Because the Separatists do not control the planet right now. No. The Jedi are on the planet, the the clone army is on the planet, and they're dealing with refugees, and they're being assaulted by the Separatists. So its placement before the last four episodes of season one makes sense. Okay. So this is them taking control of Ryloth, and so yeah. you're seeing how they're, they're grabbing, grabbing control and <laughs> grabbing the planet. Right. And now with you actually saying that, this makes a ton more sense as to why they're saying to watch this now. Okay. Because this is not... See, I was thinking that this... Because I wasn't thinking that, that they were taking control of Ryloth. I was just thinking this was another battle on Ryloth. Oh, see, I, I, I took it as the, this was... They had not controlled Ryloth yet. Okay. And see, th- this doesn't really have anything to do with... Uh, 301 or 116 or 216 or the movie mm-hmm. has nothing to do with them but if you're watching it in chronological order and this is them before they've taken Ryloth then that makes sense watching it in this sequence so from my confusion Jason ex- actually explaining something to get it get it right he was actually upset that he had to watch it or that he was trying to go through this listing <laughs> he actually found the reason why chronologically it's there just, just deductive reasoning but that's what we have for season three episode three so those are the first five items that we're going to want you to watch on our chronological on our chronological viewing and again that is scott's scott's chronological no 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 star wars is (laughs) star wars.com i'm saying you're the one doing the viewing i'm watching them in broadcast order i understand (laughs) but chronological star wars.com viewing order season two episode 16 season one episode 16 the clone wars movie season three episode one and season three episode three (laughs) when we come back with our next discussion on clone wars a lot of it is just season one it'll pretty much be broadcast order for majority of that (laughs) all right and now at long last we've got some news (laughs) at long last well it's been a while since we've recorded any news due to our sporadic recording schedule whose sporadic recording schedule ours this is a joint thing just because it was all my fault does not mean it's not ours. <laughs> well, first in news, we today we actually discussed some sad news. A 
great comedian has passed away. Jessica Walter, I know from Arrested Development, has died at eight, at the age of eighty. Yeah, she was she was very funny. I remember her. I've seen her in a bunch of different things, and mm-hmm. she was always entertaining. Yeah, I mean, she was in Archer. She was in a couple of other TV shows. I knew uh, like Magnum PI. She when she was younger, and Hawaii Five O, the older old Hawaii, Hawaii Five O. <laughs> But yeah, she was she was funny. I liked her. She was a good good one. Next in exciting movie news, I am excited for this one. I'm cautiously optimistic. All right, I'm excited for the fact that it actually had a decent story in the game. And yes, that's why don't we tell you tell them what game it is? Ghost of Tsushima is going to have a movie brought to us by the director of John Wick. All right, so the pedigree sounds cool because we know the guy can shoot action. Mm-hmm. I am very. I don't even want to say his name because it's, it's kind of hard for me. Awesome. Staleski, I think. Jeez, oh, <laughs> Chad Staleski. Yeah, I'm cautious of any video game movie adaption because mostly they're trash. Mm-hmm. But when they have a good story to work with and they actually get a good director, and that's what I'm saying, it's got potential. That's what I'm saying. It has a good story in there. It's got a good director for action. It's an action game. Mm-hmm. It's samurai slash ninja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going with. I'm positive. It. It. it could be great. I'm just. I've been burned in the past, so I'm cautiously optimistic. So Disney Plus has enjoyed its premiere access, hasn't it? Apparently, because they keep doing it. Well, we're gonna get Disney Plus premiere access for Cruella, which will be coming out in. I think it's May. Yeah, May twenty eighth. The movie nobody asked for. And we're. Getting a Disney Plus premiere access for Black Widow, which has been pushed back yet again. And this time it was pushed back to July 9th? Yes. It's been pushed back to July 9th, but it's premiere access. Right. It's theaters and premiere access. Yes. See, that one makes a little bit more sense to me, because that was going to be their big tentpole. Yes. Now, the other movie, uh, Shang-Chi and the... Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be out July 9th. That got pushed back to September 3rd. Okay. But it doesn't say if it's a premiere and theater release. Most likely it will be. Probably. I think we're going to see a lot of that going forward even after theaters reopen. Well, no, because Warner actually made a contract with Regal saying that in 2022 they're not going to do that. It's going to be theater only. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay, right l- now. Okay, l- let's say this. Simultaneous releases probably won't happen. But I could see streaming services doing what like uh, Paramount Plus is doing, and four to six weeks after it's in theaters, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. on the service. That I can see. That I think is a it's a good compromise. Yes. But I'm excited to actually be able to finally see those movies eventually. Hopefully, maybe. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Next news: we have a couple of castings. Yeah. Uh, the first casting is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren has been cast as a demigod villain in Shazam 2. I like Helen Mirren. I think she's very entertaining. Yep. So I'm pretty good with this. Next, we've got Pierce Brosnan has joined the cast of Black Adam, and he's going to play Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate is... I don't know if he's just playing the physical actor of Dr. Fate, because the actual power and everything from Dr. Fate comes from the helmet. Yeah. And the helmet has a, which is what I'm saying, this could be, uh, it has a, um, an ancient like wizard in the helmet. Now, the ancient wizard that's in the helmet is 
I'm going to get the name wrong because I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was around the time of Black Adam, when Black Adam was, you know, okay. living in this time, which is, there, he's going to be in the Black Adam movie. Right. And so that's, it's a good connection. And I think that's that's a good connection for how we're getting Dr. Fate in. So if he's going to be the physical form and of that original wizard, mm-hmm. and then in the future movie, we get a different physical form, but we still have Pierce Brosnan as the talking part of the helmet which would be pretty great that'd be uh, that'd be pretty good i like yeah. it and and he's also very entertaining yes and i i wish i remember the name of, of of the wizard on the helmet i'm sure we'll find out when the movie comes yes yeah it's, I'm actually, for, for some reason i'm keeping it in my head i'm thinking it starts with an n and i'm also pretty excited that we're getting some movement on black adam because we've heard about it for a while and all we knew was that the rock was playing back adam black adam yes but now we're actually, there, there's some other casting, so they're actually moving forward on it. Exactly, is. exactly. And the wizard's name is Naboo. Naboo? Yes, not Abu from, you know, Aladdin, but okay. Nabu, uh, you know, Naboo. Naboo from Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and in final news. This is very sad news. Gotham I am, Knights. I am, I am upset. Gotham Knights has been delayed until 2022. Now, I don't want to rush a video game i want them to make it right and be and, and be better but i am upset because i want to play a game where i can be nightwing <laughs> i i understand I, I'll, just, I'll... Just, so, just so you know when i'll be playing this game i'll be playing this game 90 percent as nightwing now what if you, what if you have to play as other characters that's the other 10 percent. okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, i I don't, I don't like it when they rush video games either because then you get a mess at launch and then they have to fix it and patch it and I hate that. So if it means that we got to wait a little bit longer to get a, a more finished product, I'm good with it. But I understand your pain. Yes. Well, that has been the news at least for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been your geek, Scott. And I have been your geek, Jason. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.